a Shishkin Productions podcast. Uh, the world's greatest detective, Sherlock Holmes, is officially in the public domain. So what does that mean when it hits the public domain? Does that mean like you use the character for free? Yeah. And they and they so can, we could have Sherlock Holmes as a guest on this podcast. I think we always could have. Right. Because oh, no one listens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to what another up? episode of the what's Sizzle up, Real what's Podcast. Up? What's up, Chris? I don't know. Oh, you're, you're, just, you're like, oh, shit, sounds weird. It sounds, it? it sounds weird. because we got Flora over here. She got a mic oh, as well. Now, like, is picking us up. Well, well, well. Flora doesn't a have a camera on her, so she's like the booming voice of God that's, that's going to come from I mean, that's, that's a, a good thing for a producer on a podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. I think so. She's going to gonna tell us when we're fucking up. The, the disembodied voice of Flora. I prefer it that way anyway. It, so. It's Flora's birthday. My birthday. So Flora's going to be uh, here hanging out, chilling. No better way to spend a birthday. Oh, my God. But luckily, she's going to get to keep up with uh, everything she's about to edit, I guess. Uh, <laughs> way to right. spend a birthday. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. Woo. Thank you. Um, Chris, before we get into it, what's up? Where can people find us and all that oh shite? God, we are at Sizzlereel Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We are Gang at gmail.com. We are on TikTok at Shishkin Productions, I think. Maybe yeah. on Instagram that way too, and yeah. of course we have this is a real cold line. We'll see if I get it right this time. Yeah. It is three three, three, three two. one. <laughs> <laughs> right, for, real, for real though, three three, th- three, three two three three three, 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 three four three six one. <laughs> <laughs> a, yeah, give us a call. This is a real cold line. No one calls in anymore. We don't even give the number right anymore. This is we're doing the second. We're doing the second. We did we did the second half of this first. I just want to be very yeah clear. yeah yeah. Like that's why our energy is so jacked up right it, now. Because we already a did bit weird. we already did forty five minutes of this shit. Yeah yeah, and that Shite. that that whole messing messing that up that was uh, you know it was, it was a callback call to later back to in later ups. in yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So, uh, Alexi, what what you been up to this week? What you been up to? You've been living in documentary land. You know, um, I have been. Uh, my my uh, what's it called? My rundown didn't refresh. So okay, <laughs> still said the in between time. I've been in dro- documentary land. Yeah, man. I I'll tell you what happened. This is this big news right here. Okay, I January second came into the office and worked on the documentary all day yeah by yourself massive progress but i forgot that it was january 2nd which i guess technically is a holiday because it was monday so i came in early i came in at 10 oh wow which i know isn't early and then, then you were people, like why is no one here came in at 10 i go oh here i am by myself then it was 11 i was like okay no one's here yet this is kind of weird then at 12 i was like oh man Flora's like pretty late today but you know whatever it's all good i was like this is about when chris shows up i guess amy's working from home whatever then it was like one, no one was here. Then it was two, I ordered a bagel, just three. <laughs> and I was like, I guess no one's coming in today. And yeah. at that point I realized it was, it, it's, yeah, it was it's a the, holiday. Yeah, it's the it observed holiday. holiday so. so, And we had already you know, talked to our, our clients about not working on that day. So I honestly, I thought that you were going to stay home as well. I stayed home on Friday. I yeah. observed Friday as okay. my holiday. I, I respect that. I was like, I'm not doing shit on Friday. I'm chilling. I'm getting ready to go to New Year's parties. Mm, I um, also stayed I went to like six or seven. Wow. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh no! Oh no! I stayed I'm home on Friday oh, too. I, I did a little bit of work though, you know, just to just so I could go into the new year with a clear conscience. <laughs> nice. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to bury the lead here. Okay. You're keto mosquito right now. I am the keto mosquito right now. How's it going? It, with the recording is January fourth, day four. It's actually day two. <laughs> I started. I started yesterday because, like, the, you know, you were, Jan- still, you were still observing. <laughs> well, here's the yeah. January first, obviously, you're hungover. Like, I'm not starting keto that day. I want. I want some carbs. I want a bagel. You know, start yep. the new year right. And then uh, the second, it's it's a holiday, so I'm, I'm partying. Explain you know? keto for the people that don't know. Uh, keto means that you are taking in 20 or fewer carbs a day, carbohydrates. 20 or fewer carbs? That's the goal, I think. 20, what do you mean 20? 20 grams? 20 grams of carbs, Okay, because yes. I was going to say, like, you eat 20 pieces of bread, that's 20, gram, 20 carbs, technically. That's, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a carbohydrate has four calories, so you can get up to, you know, or almost 100 calories a day through carbohydrates but How really grams of carbs are in like i don't know a piece of bread uh, i guess that's like depends how big you cut it yeah i mean probably a piece of rice a piece a single piece of rice yeah. probably not that much but in a bowl of rice then you're probably looking at like 30 40 carbs yeah i mean it it depends on everything Size but yeah the bowl. <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> a, like a, a single piece of bread is probably going to be at least 25 maybe 30 so no sandwiches this month yeah it's it's pretty difficult i'm not gonna lie i've done it once before and it's really effective and for the last year i've been like pretty consistent about working out but my diet has been trash i eat a sandwich and a bag of chips every day and same yeah and uh you know it's here's the difference i'm I'm the heaviest i've ever been right now care yeah i know you don't have to care but i'm going to europe in a month and i want to fit and look i want to i want to fit in that european chic you know you can't be fat and european you're gonna need to get some new clothes yeah 100 (laughs) percent. i I can't wear this to europe like i I dress so american for like from the blue jeans to the sneakers to the baseball cap to the hoodie like i am as stereotypical american as you get i mean maybe we can do a chris makeover because it is 2023 maybe i'll get you some y2k clothes Oh. Chain wallet, no, blowcore. Maybe oh, dress you blowcore. Blow yeah, we'll see. It could Get be a England. Could be a little tease to the future. Of this um, I'm not going to England. Thank I, God. You gotta go now. Yeah, um, now that we've dressed you up, <laughs> you're sending you. Over. No, I'm just gonna buy some sweaters from uh, Banana Republic and call it a day. Maybe right. some slacks. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, Maybe some Cole Haan shoes. Switzerland, I guess. I'm not going to Switzerland. No. No. You're not going to Switzerland at all. No. Austria. Same, Austria. Same thing, bro. Mm. Come on. Uh, look, tree fort doc. That's what I've been doing. Um, I did a lot of it, man. I yeah. did a lot of it. Yeah. It's it's. I'm actually stoked on it now. It's like it's gonna be. You feel good about it? Oh, dude, I feel so good about it. That's but awesome. The thing is, I'm just gonna be straight up. Sure. I've been stealing a bunch of shit off YouTube with no permission. Because yeah, but who cares? Yeah, it's you're not releasing it to make any money. I don't think you're gonna run into too many issues with that. Like it might not even you be can, screened anywhere other than at the festival one time. So exactly. It's like, like what are they gonna give you a DMCA takedown request after yeah. it's already been shown? Also, that makes me like kind of. Th- I just said that out loud, and I was like, damn, I'm spending a lot of time on this to get shown one time. Well, kind of sucks. Yeah, but it's uh, maybe not. I think it'll probably always live somewhere uh tree fort related Can and you make me a promise that if no one buys it you'll buy it how much does it will it cost we'll have to figure that out okay well you have to talk to my agent yeah i'll i'll, I'll get you a good price all right all right maybe <laughs> we'll i i can't i can't promise anything until we've negotiated but uh but i'm feeling good about it i think it's gonna the most this is gonna sound crazy but i sure. think where it's actually gonna come to life is the color 
uh, color correction and the sound mix. Yeah, absolutely. I think once it's all color corrected and like cleaned up, it's going to actually look really fucking good. Yeah, and, and you mentioned this a little bit later in the show, but you're going to try to run it through some some yeah. algorithm to, to increase some, the sound quality. Some AI sound shit, because we had a lot of bad sound in, in the dock. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's not great. Yeah, but to, it's to some be tough environment. To be expected, yeah. it's run and gun, and it's a lot of yelling and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's been my week, Tree Fort Dock. I'm hoping to have a cut by... What day does this come out? On the 9th or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the 9th. Um, I'm hoping to have a cut by... Oh, I don't want to fucking put myself in a corner here, but you know what's actually... So, you, so many of our listeners are going to hold you to it. Well, I mean, it's just, it's going to be on paper, you know? Um, one thing I do want to say is the day this releases, the next day I have an interview for the doc with someone True. because the story has kept developing and some people got their gear stolen. It's a whole thing, but... Um, so I got to figure out how to put that in. I, I hope by January 23rd, I have a cut. Okay. Watch. That's it. Hold me to it. That's it. It's happening. All right. Just there a little go. under three weeks. January 23rd. January 23rd. Write it down. Uh, okay. Michael I'll, Jordan I'll write style, bro. All right. 123. January 23rd. January 23rd. It's right here in the rundown. Yep. Um, what about you? Uh, what have I been up to? Well, I've, I mean, a lot of the same, to be perfectly honest. I'm still uh, working on hockey stuff. Uh, we have a new project with them coming up in a week or two. And I'm pretty excited about it. It's, it's technically like three different projects that we're all kind of bringing on at once. Uh, so that'll be fun. I You're right, like in your hockey era right now. I am. In I terms am. of the work that you've been getting. It's 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 totally fine by me uh you know and next week we might be doing another rip reel uh we'll see uh i just finished up right now i have the nonprofit we were working with all those finals are exporting right now they um <laughs> it was kind of funny because i had sent off uh a v3 to them a little before the holidays and they just got back because you know everyone's out of office and they're like everything's good you know this tiny one note and it's good to deliver and then i was exporting earlier today after i hit that note and then i was looking at it and i was like i never colored this like yeah. i've just because you know i was waiting until it was picture locked and then i had to cancel all my exports and, and go through and color it glad you noticed it yeah it's weird that they didn't notice it yeah i'm surprised they didn't ask about it i mean maybe they had planned on coloring it on their end but i, no, I don't think I don't so, think so. I, don't I don't think, think so. so i think they were just so satisfied with the job you did thanks but now i'm gonna send it to them legendary and editor they're gonna be here. like I, we kind of liked it when it looked all gray Faded, can, can we yeah. get that back yeah. <clears throat> um but yeah it's i mean honestly they might which would be fucking whack. I've seen that before, though. I've seen spots on TV that are just like not color corrected. And you're just like, what is happening? Well, these are these exports are taking a while. Like the H two six four took about thirty minutes, and and the ProRes. I'm doing two ProReses, and those have taken about an hour each. Your computer so. has been whack with the exports though for a long time now. Yeah, and it. Well, the thing that. is, I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily the computer because, like on uh, Adobe, the the suite, the 2021 suite. It was fine, you know. It would export perfectly, all right. And now, in 2022 and 2023, exporting from Media Encoder is crazy slow. It's a little bit faster if I export directly from Premiere, but still not as fast as. Honestly, I think if I exported on my computer, which is an M1 chip, on your laptop, yeah, I'm on my laptop. <laughs> sorry, um, it, I think it would go faster. I mean, hey, 
Maybe that's the new workflow. Oh my god. Plug in your laptop, add in a screen. You already have like like four screens on your desk every day. That's true. Um, Chris, uh, before we get into the news, you wanted to talk about what you got for Christmas. You were so into it. You're no, like, no, no, me, no. That's not what happened. What I, got I, I, I told Alexi last week before we recorded what I had gotten for Christmas, and he was like, we have to talk about that on the show so that I can roast you for it. And uh, oh, then, we, then we forgot to. Yeah, and then cool. when we were coming up with the rundown today... What you know? Uh, What'd you not, get? What'd you get? There's not What'd a lot you to get? talk. I got, I got a Lego set. I got a 1,200 piece Lego set. What is he like eight years old? What the <laughs> fuck is that? It's, it's super dope. I've uh, so far I've sunk about four hours into it, and I, I'm. Wow. I want to say I'm roughly halfway through. I don't know. I'm gonna go. <laughs> got to work today at one. <laughs> that's true. It's true. <laughs> I uh, I'm going home tonight, and that's what I'm gonna do tonight. It's well. It, I'm not. I'm not drinking. I'm not eating bread. Like I need. So, I need something to entertain myself and take my mind off of it. So I have Legos. I don't know. I you know. What, but once I'm done, you know what? What do I do with it? And I, am I gonna? Am I gonna be addicted? Is it? Is this no. gonna fill a, a void in my? When life? you're done, you take it apart. You put it back in the box and you give it to a kid who could actually have fun with it. No, I'm actually having fun with it. I know. Then you it's, take it apart, put it back in the box, give a, it to it's someone a, else. It's a lot like editing, where you have an idea of what the the final thing is gonna look like, but you have to find all the pieces. You know, like I was, when you were editing the doc and you were talking about looking looking for this soundbite here and there. I was like, wow, it's just like putting together a Lego set. I know I need this piece. But where, where is it in this bag? Where is it in this bucket? Who yeah, knows? I don't know. You, you have to spend time looking for it. It seems like, it seems like you're, you're, you know, that's cool. I'm glad you're having a good time. Sure. I'm just saying when you're done, give it to a kid. You don't, don't keep it in. What is it again? It's Harry Potter. What is no, it? No, it's, it's from uh, the video game Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West. It's uh, it's called a tall neck, and it's okay. it's kind of like a a big mechanical giraffe type animal. Okay, all right. And uh, so you're you know. putting together a 1,200 piece Lego set of a mechanical giraffe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you, this, okay, I'm sure you understand how silly that is, but no, I'm I saying take it totally apart. Normal. Take it apart. Give it to a kid. I'm not gonna take it apart. When you're done. This is crazy. I'm going to keep it. You're going to keep it like as it was a sculpture? It was $90. I'm not giving $90 to some fucking kid. This is this is crazy. What? This is crazy. I also got <laughs> I also got three shirts. Okay, what'd you get? Um well, one so, one of them so is proud a of himself. one of them is a jukebox the ghost shirt. One of them is a uh, it's like a periwinkle shirt that has some cats and some plants on it. <laughs> I roast Vince for Arrested Development, but <laughs> maybe my my roasts are misguided. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember what the third one was, I, but wow. it, it had a cat on it. I'm sure. Well, I'm glad you're. I didn't ask for those things. Can I, wear, I got handkerchiefs. Can you wear one of those to uh, to the show one day? To the sizzle reel, yeah. So people can see your sure cat shirt. Yeah, I wore it to New Year's. Handkerchiefs are a weird gift too. That's not very sanitary, I don't think, right? No, they're like no. reusable handkerchiefs. They're clean. They're they're new. They're all reusable handkerchiefs. Yeah. Right? Handkerchiefs are whack. Yeah, I feel like a handkerchief is a bad look. Like why? Because you're cat fucking, on it. You're blowing your snot into it and putting no, it back I, in your I pocket. No, I haven't blown any snot. I don't have it in my pocket. I don't need you to show it. No, to no. Like, I haven't blown <laughs> any snot. No, 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 no. I was going to show the design on it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. A handkerchief is... No, I, I, I mostly use it to wipe sweat off my brow. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, a whole move. You got a little sweat rag with you. I like it. All right. <laughs> That's true. I'm a sweaty dude. All right. What You you made the rundown today, so you got you to lead. <clears throat> what did you get for Christmas? I got uh, I got some of these coasters. Okay, they're uh, like records, and uh, very cool. They have fake names on them. Like this one says Hotel Cauliflower. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, that, I got those. I got some chocolate. Um, what else did I get? I don't know. I don't even remember, honestly. Like, my parents always give me a bunch of small shit, and they're like, what do you want? I'm like, nothing. I, like, literally do not want anything. Hmm. I, got a, I, went, I went out to dinner. That oh, was nice. That went is nice. went out to a very nice dinner. Okay. I'm um, at a place called Falun Sai, which is, like, this Vietnamese-Mexican fusion place. Wow. So, yeah, man. So, I, 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 I do adult presents, like coasters and yeah. going to dinner. I yeah. don't get Legos ha- and handkerchiefs. Handkerchiefs is a very adult <laughs> gift. And a... And a periwinkle cat t-shirt yeah all right uh yeah okay that was what i got well flora what'd you get and happy birthday by the way what'd you get oh, for your birthday thank you um i don't know what i got for my birthday uh for christmas i got a sewing class Ooh. i take a sewing class with my friend um okay i used to sew when i was eight and i'm getting back into it all, all right Chris and legos yeah our roots why not Jeez, louise um nostalgia it's coming I, back in my dad always gets me like a shirt that is really ugly like, like on purpose su- no not on purpose okay. but it's always ugly in like a way i never imagined yeah. something <laughs> could be ugly um so i got that again um and i got a weird um kind of stained glass mermaid uh which my dad gave that me dope, that because it has red cool. hair like me so oh, yeah. that- sure. <laughs> spit an image yeah um but that is- oh and then my friend gave me some like organizational stuff which I needed. So. Perfect. That, that's an adult. Yeah, uh, right, very adult. Uh, that's, that's the hall. That's better than both of ours. I do, I do like the fact that I went to dinner. That I like. Yeah, that that's very, very adult. I yeah. love spending my money on food. That's like all I do. It's true. I'm a foodie. What can I say? Yeah. yeah. It, it's why uh, we have to have a long, hard look at our budget for 2023. <laughs> yeah, I got, I, got, I got smoked. I got smoked last year. <laughs> it was nuts. But I brought my, I brought my lunch today. But it was leftovers from a, like a really nice uh, Bengali and uh, Asian fusion place I went to last night. So, <laughs> okay, still okay. spent too much money on food. Lots but, of fusion, but I brought it in. It's called Monkey King. It's new. Oh, Monkey yeah. King. It's all right. I don't want to shit on Monkey King because you know it's a good story. It's it's a good story for the restaurant. Wow, the food, it's, food could use. There's the also menu just needs a little bit more love and care yeah. there's also a monkey king too it's a fantasy action movie all right you're 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 are you gonna lead the the segment or the first half of the show or what are you gonna do here? yeah i'm just hanging out so <laughs> <laughs> we're talking we're catching up we're talking about christmas we're catching up <laughs> that's if we don't see each other every single fucking day we're catching yeah, up <laughs> whatever right. um so first off in the news uh, the world's greatest detective, Sherlock Holmes, is officially in the public domain. That's pretty dope. It's it's exciting. Yeah, I mean that opens the door for a sizzle reel Sherlock Holmes episode. That's uh, who true. Done it? A sizzle reel who done it? Producer Flora is stoked on this. Yeah, I love that. I think we should do it. Yeah, why not? Or who done it? Uh, we well, do it. We do it. Someone, sizzle, uh, sizzle reel Sherlock it? Holmes crossover. Um, some of the other. I'm uh, Holmes. He's Watson. That's I'm, de- I'm definitely facts. Watson. That's facts. Um, because I, I, I and Flora is the uh, hound of the Baskervilles. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. got I got deep Sherlock Holmes knowledge, bro. I uh, so some of the other notable uh, IPs that are hitting public domain this year, Gangs of New York. Uh, Gangs of New York. Yeah. The movie. Uh, no, it's a book. By, by Herbert Asbury. Oh, shit. Uh, but, you know. Wait, so now anyone can make that movie, basically? It's the same thing, Bill the Butcher, all that? I, 
I'm just reading a list. Okay, fair enough. All right. <laughs> Chris goes, I didn't do my research. What do you uh, expect? I, didn't, I, didn't do I never do research for this show. Uh, the Big Four by Agatha Christie. I'm still on books. Mosquitoes by William Faulkner. Men Without Women by Ernest Hemingway. Mosquito. Mosquito. America by Fra- uh, Franz Kafka. And To the Lighthouse by Virginia Woolf. And then some of the movies. Uh, the Jazz Singer. Metropolis. Wings. I don't really know any of those. Okay. Sherlock Holmes is the big one. Sherlock Holmes is the big one. So um, so what does that mean when it hits the public domain? Does that mean like you, anyone can now just like use the character for free? Yeah. And they, and they so can. So we could have Sherlock Holmes as a guest on this podcast. I think we always could have, right? Because uh, no one listens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they could have Sherlock Holmes as a guest on like Oprah now. Yeah. And no and one's going to get well, and, and you can use it in original ideas. Like you can use the character in a, in a, way that has nothing to do with his detective role like it doesn't really matter how you use him now and like you don't have to clear any copyrights you know it's just it's public domain it's it's like happy birthday that's kind of dope i really think that more things should get in the public domain i think it should be every 20 years didn't wasn't happy birthday like not in the public domain until like 2013 something like that yeah that's why when you go when you used to go out to dinner at like applebee's or whatever they're they sing a different version you know it's happy happy birthday (laughs) from all of us to you Uh, (laughs) i don't know the rest of it yeah exactly that's pretty good it's got a better beat in a a way i mean it's an instant classic you know it's Mm -hmm, it's a new classic fair enough fair enough Uh, but i I don't think those are in the public what are your plans with sherlock holmes you're gonna do anything with it yeah i was thinking um you're gonna go into illustrator and draw sherlock yeah exactly commit to design (laughs) no i'm thinking maybe it's uh it's a hip-hop musical it's inspired by hamilton okay uh it's it, it stars p diddy and it's called sherlock combs what do you think? Mm. I yeah? like that. Okay. I like that a lot. I, I, I think that would hit, honestly. I think that would that would probably... I don't know who Watson would be. Uh, I don't either. I, I'm not that hmm. familiar with Diddy's entourage. <laughs> Me neither. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm going to make a sizzle reel Sherlock Holmes whodunit special. I think that's... So. Am, am I going to be a part of that? Yeah, I think so. All right, all right. You're gonna get. You're gonna be the one like in the first like five minutes he gets killed off. And Thank like, God. Done it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I already played myself, and that's about my range. You played yourself. <laughs> you played yourself. Uh, what else you got? What else do I have? Well, uh, I was curious about your opinion on this. Uh, so Disney Plus is going to add IMAX quality immersive sound for Marvel movies in 2023. So if you have a, a home theater. Uh, that is compatible with this, then you'll be able to, you know, the, the quote is the new feature is specially calibrated to provide immersive sound reproduction on home theater systems, ensuring that filmmakers creative intent is fully optimized for an IMAX quality presentation. Uh, And you know, you're all about going to the movie theater, dude, but what about the home theater? The home theater, who's going to properly have any of that shit calibrated? You go to anyone's house and they have that motion smoothing shit on. It's like, no one, yeah, great. You can include that tech, I, I think, but no one's going to even fucking be able to use it because people aren't going to have that shit set up. I think if you have an actual home theater, it's probably calibrated correctly. The problem is... No one does. No, yeah, who, like, they're catering to, like, the ultra wealthy with this. It's crazy, dude, because that's what I'm saying. Like, so for my opinion on that is, like, it's a waste of fucking money. Like, well, let's just go back to theaters. Let's like bring, let's get people back into theaters. You know, like 
Fuck Netflix. Fuck all that. Yeah, shit. but you can't Stop see every producing. you can't see every movie in theaters. Not, I, not I every, would if I could. But yeah, but not every movie is in theaters all the time. Why is that? It's because of Netflix. I don't think that's Let's why. Put every movie before in Netflix, theaters. every movie was not in theaters Let's put all the time. Every movie in theaters all hmm. the time, though. That's what I'm saying. Why not? Twenty four hour theaters where all the movies are on went all the time. Okay how how are they going to pay for that? Tickets. How much are how much are tickets going to be? Cheap because there's a lot of movies. Okay, you think so? They'll be cheaper at night. We'll do we'll do like Uber does the how the ticket the prices go up if it's more popular, more people want to see. Oh, uh, okay, I see. It's like Ticketmaster. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk um, myself into a capitalist corner. Um, I don't know, man. I like I said, I think that that's cool. It's cool, and I'm sure it's going to sound great. And it's going to be awesome quality, but like. I don't even have a fucking sound bar. You know what I mean? And I actually yeah. care about the quality of the shit I watch. Yeah. Like, I also rent an apartment, so I'm not going to install a fucking. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm not Vince. I don't, I'm not going to drop $5,000 on a fucking Sonos surround sound <laughs> setup. Uh, for, for me, it's interesting because this, you know, Bob Iger is back at Disney and, uh, you know, we're kind of interested to see what their, you know, how, how things are going to change in the new year with, with him taking over and, and yeah. how they're going to change their streaming. And I, this is an interesting first move, I'd say. Like, it doesn't really move the needle, I think, for 95% of Disney Plus subscribers, mm-hmm. I would guess. Like, I mean, it's it's IMAX. Like, who, even if you have a home theater, you, it's, it's probably not a 30-foot it's, home it's, theater. It's so specialized, it's insane. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's almost one of those, like, it's just a big money move to show off. To be like now, when you think of Disney, think of IMAX and think of like that big, makes sense. Big things, you know, it's like a psychological play. I don't know. It's it's weird, man. I I'm not into it. It's some one percent shit. Um. So yeah, and uh, spe- I'm gonna go back to the theater. Okay. You know, last time I saw a movie in the theater. No. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It was probably like September. Okay. So as much as I talk about Did, it, didn't you see uh, Ghosts of? What, what oh, oh, Banshees of Inisherin. Ban- okay, never mind. So I, I guess I went in November, but before that, it was the train, Bullet Train. Oh, I like Bullet Train. I liked it too, but uh, I, I feel uh, like a lot of people didn't. Hmm. I, I finally watched the John Wick movies, not in theater. Theaters. Yeah, see, I, they were, they were, they're fine. They're fun. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of mindless action. It's about a dog getting stolen or something. Uh, yeah, that's what we'll say. It's about Sal getting taken. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but last- that ki- that kind of yeah moves us into our last piece. Uh, it's about streaming into 2023 and kind of five big questions. Uh, and you know the first one is how will Bob Iger recalibrate Disney's streaming strategy? Uh, I don't. What, does I, it need recalibrating? I don't really. Disney's such a big name. It's like you can't just always keep growing, dude. Like, well, I th- I think that Disney Plus when they first you know, the last couple of years, their focus was on like aggressive spending and, and growing their, and, and marketing and growing their subscriber base. Yeah. And now I think they're probably going to pull back and kind of focus more on making the service profitable. The thing about that is like, I, you know, what, what's going to be their approach to that? Is it going to be less content on there? Is it going to be to jack up the prices? Is it going to be an ad supported tier? I don't know. I think uh, I think there's some Hulu shit involved in there too. It costs money to make shit. It does, but it doesn't cost money. But it doesn't cost to, money to push it on YouTube. Oh yeah. I don't know. I guess YouTube if is it's the already made. Of, yeah, like well, I'm saying like I don't know to make shit of that quality of Disney quality. It costs money. It's the same story as with music. 
like it costs money to make music but people want music for free people want yeah. all of this content for super cheap they want to pay like six bucks a month to get it and it's like unfortunately it's just like not possible you know like you have to if you want to get good quality content you have to pay the money to 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 get it yeah that's true but i mean you, know? you take a, a company like disney there were maybe they could stop billions. Paying, paying their like you know people at the top so much though yeah exactly that might, that might it's like help. it's like there are other ways to find the profitability it's just it's always gonna go back to the consumers all the when, when, all when the you can CEOs, burn them that's that's the move all the ceos are like man how do we make money like i just don't get it and then they like cater like 800 hundred dollar lunches <laughs> it's like oh Maybe just don't do that, or I, mean, I would be. I would be you, doing you would, lunch. Thing. You would absolutely, absolutely be, be doing that. I'd be a terrible CEO. Um, I, I mean, you have been for the last <laughs> three years. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, another question is about Netflix's ad tier and password sharing monetization. So, you know, we've we've been hearing about it for like a year now, but. I think this is the year where we're really going to start seeing Netflix crack down on password sharing, which makes no sense to me because like even my Netflix account, even if no one else used it, I'll, I'll log in on like five different uh, devices throughout, right. throughout a year. I'll travel, you know, right, and be, right. be in different locations. Like how are, how are they going to determine who's on at any given time? Unless it'll just be like a one screen max at a time which that's I, pretty dumb yeah well. like i could probably live with it but at the, at the same time it's like i'm not gonna pay for it if only if we can only watch on one device at a time it just doesn't make sense there's not enough on netflix i i it's, find myself watching I netflix think, once every three or four months i think the big picture overarching story of like the media space is it's a clawback now like with a big recession looming being in the midst of it i guess it's all a clawback at this point, yeah. but it's hard to get it back because you've already conditioned all of the consumers to get all of these things for free or dirt cheap. Yeah. That when you start to try to claw things back, it, it's it's a no-go and yeah. you're just going to butt heads and you're going to lose <clears throat> subscribers. Tooth, toothpaste is out of the tube. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, they did it to themselves and that's well, what really hurts, and like I, Radiohead once I, said. Oh, wow. And I, I think what what is Netflix's biggest problem right now is all of their original IPs, they cancel them after one or two seasons. Yeah. So I, I think I read a stat that like only something like 20 to 30% of their new uh, new IPs are being renewed for, for multiple seasons. And it's like, well, what's the point in getting invested in any of these if you're just going to be left with a cliffhanger that never gets resolved at the end? And it, it, they even do it with like wildly popular shows. Yeah. It's just not popular enough for them. <laughs> I can't wait till... A hundred years from now, all of those hit the public domain. <laughs> oh, my getting, God. Finally, like we're getting the next season of, uh, of I don't know, whatever, White Lotus or I don't fucking sure, know. Sure, 1899. Or next season of 1899 and 2021, 13 or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. My point is public domain is where it's at. Let's get that shit popping. Um, what if Netflix did a thing where they were like, hey, as soon as we stop producing our original like as soon as we cancel any original ip that we have yeah it hits the public domain right away that would be so sick anyone could just make the next season of that'd it. be incredible i but you know that's i just, say we do it it's just well let's we, lobby we can't for do it. it let's lobby for it okay let's start a petition we'll start a gofundme okay gofundme.com slash sizzle start a gang. kickstarter 
donate money to us and we're going to try to get the shit going. Okay, <laughs> I, I see what's going on here. Um, <clears throat> what will the combined HBO Max Discovery Plus platform look like? That's supposed to debut in spring. I'm actually not super interested in that. I'm a little bit interested because I have HBO Max free through AT&T, uh, through, I think through my phone and I, I do use HBO Max a lot. I, w- I probably wouldn't pay for it, but because it's included, I really enjoy it. I, I'm afraid that it's going to get taken away from me in the next few months. And the other thing is I don't care about a single thing on Discovery Plus and I don't like that it's being, they're being combined because I, I felt like HBO Max kind of uh, cultivated uh, a higher tier of content than most of the other streaming services. I feel like HBO Max started with a vision that was good and then they totally strayed from it and then they completely reneged the entire thing and now it's a garbage fire. And it's been a, it's been that for the last like 6 to 8 months. Like when they started it was like, "Whoa, this is going to be really dope. Like yeah. there's going to be cool shit on here." I remember I was super excited. Mm-hmm. And then slowly like everything was going away from it. They couldn't do deals, then they needed then they did the merger and it was just like, "Bruh, this you didn't even this is so different than what you set out to make like it's trash i'm not i'm not into i'm out on hbo max big thumbs down from me oh big thumbs up for yeah. me. From you yeah yeah why because of white lotus uh I, no it's because of all the shows it's if i had to pay for just one streaming service it would be hbo max see i was that's what i was saying last last year or I like think, I think, maybe a year and a half I, ago but i don't feel i think maybe anymore. it maybe it's gone down in quality but there's still i i still think that it's, it's a higher tier of content and they're like recent movies that have just gone to streaming i feel like there's always a good chance that it ends up on hbo max especially i mean it's all owned by warner media right yeah is that how yeah, how yeah, it's I working so. so so they get a lot of the high-end movies uh that's the best place for me to watch recent stuff uh and and yeah things like white lotus i mean game of thrones was obviously huge for a long time Uh, hbo is always putting out good content and i don't see that changing anytime soon but we'll see when they debut this new one if you could pay for one service one entertainment streaming service it can be all entertainment i'm talking like literally it can be podcasts it can be movies it can be whatever which one would you pick? You only get one. Does YouTube TV count? YouTube TV counts. Yeah, YouTube TV. So it's like cable, basically. Yeah, but it, I think With it's unlimited DVR. More it, or less. that. Yeah, that's the big game changer. Is like any of any of the old shows I like, say you know Futurama or The Simpsons. Uh, I can just set that to record because those are still in syndication all the time. So I basically have that entire library. Same with King of the Hills. Uh, like I, I think that at one point it literally saw that I was saving a bunch of animated shows and it just automatically started recording Rick and Morty for me. So mm-hmm. I watched through that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, I but think it's YouTube TV. So that means you can't use, well, I guess you could still use YouTube free vanilla. Yeah, you, it, it would. It, yeah. Losing you or no, no, I actually, I think this, cause I said, it's the one thing that you pay for. So yeah. you can still use all the non, so you could use like Spotify with ads and all yeah, that. I, I think guess. so. I think right, so. Fair enough. What do you, what do you got? Um, I might pay for Spotify. Yeah. No ads. The ads are just, they really kind of ruin the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I feel like I don't use Spotify enough to to justify that for me. I was between YouTube Premium and YouTube TV. Yeah. And I I, I think I would go YouTube TV yeah. as well. Because like like you said, you can record any show and you can rent any movie. And so live like, sports. And live sports. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's the big that's thing. Like, well, it's funny. It's just like, oh, cable. 
<laughs> well, what would you go? Oh, a cable. This yeah, is the basically, thing that we're trying to get away from for the last 25 years. Yeah, well, um, we're back. All right, should we fucking go to break and come back with uh, our special guest? Yeah, I think so. I, uh, I, the rest of this article, we haven't really talked about anything here but yeah. the, these three things you know we, we've mentioned these in the past J- just a just a quick reminder yeah. to be on the lookout be on the lookout yeah for what for the three things we just discussed oh be on the lookout yeah be on the lookout. <laughs> and a quick reminder happy birthday for thank you we'll be back with our special guest Welcome back, Sizzlers. Welcome. We are revisiting an old segment in this second half. Yeah, we're. I feel like it's important for us to to revisit this segment once every, you know, six to 12 months to check in to make sure it's paid off. Absolutely. But in order to revisit this segment, we first need to bring on a guest. A very special guest. A very special guest. It is Luis, our friend who, uh, you know. Loopy.doop. Loopy.doop on Sweet Instagram. Lou out here. He plays pool. They know him as Lou the Q. <laughs> Luis, what's poppin'? What's good? It's been Welcome. a while. It's been Welcome a while. to the show. It's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, your, your theme song just played. You know what your theme song is. You had picked it. Oh, um, Jewels. Yeah, we see the uh, the gamer headset, dude. You've been gaming lately? Dude, I, so much that Santa has gifted me these guys. Oh yeah, what happened with the? Uh, what'd you get? What'd you get for uh, for uh, for Christmas from Santa Paws? <laughs> I got um, got a cookbook and I got a gamer Ooh. headset. Uh, Not bad. The two two sides of the coin, as they say, right? Yeah, it's a he's a Renaissance man. <laughs> <laughs> he, can, he can do it all. He can cook. He can, he can cook game. game. Headshots and chuffing. Yeah, dude. There it is. Um, Luis. Um, last time you came on was what? That was like episode eighty-two, I think. Something, something like that, some, somewhere around that like there. Six months ago, eight months ago. It's, been, it's been a minute. It's, it's been every fiscal quarter, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Every, <laughs> every fiscal quarter. Um, you are gonna a, a little bit later in a, in a few minutes. I don't want to like give it all away. Sure. You're gonna you're gonna give us a little trend report. That's why we bring you on. You know, is to tell us about the trends because you're very well qualified we decided to do something different this time we're also going to give our trend predictions and i am much less qualified and i'm i'm right in the middle it's like a it's like a three bear situation (laughs) (laughs) i'm just right all right goldilocks um but luis what have you been up to man in the last eight months i know you had a you had a a, quite a quite a year i'm sure you know you're out here doing big things at the, the bleacher report you know doing your thing yeah, I mean, most of this past year was like personal, like, like, uh, not uh, just to say it all. I mean, I'm having a kid pretty soon within a week or two or like it might even happen, <laughs> might even happen on the show. Yeah, oh, that, that's amazing. what I was worried about. Like when you asked me, yeah, I was like, what if I just, I might have to leave. Like that's how urgent it could be. I mean, be. that would be tight though. Yeah. That would make it like literally the most memorable episode of Sizzle Reel ever. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think we would excuse you. Probably. I would want you to grab the computer and take it with you. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I was the, thinking. Put it on my phone and I'll be like in the Uber with you guys. I was going to say, like, yeah, like what's the plan? You your a, moral support. Are you going to have to call like a Uber and be like, you know, skip the line and all that shit? Yeah, well, you, yeah, you don't have a car. We're gonna have to call like the the XL. We're going to step up. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. kind of nuts, though. I feel like you know, in not in New York, you would just get in a car, just drive. Yeah, but like here, it's like, oh shit, time to go to the hospital. Let me call a cab. 
Like it's kind of nuts. I, yeah, I <laughs> like we don't. We're we're not the classic suburban family with the the car and a house with three bedrooms. You know. Are you are you pretty close to the hospital? No, it's gonna be no. like. It's gonna be an hour away. So. Ooh. The only way to make it more like hipster Brooklyn shit is like if you like biked <laughs> bike to the, Tan- bike to the tandem hospital. bicycle yeah, with the bike right with the thing in the back yeah. I mean you would probably need to go there with the, the car seat or not the car seat but the child seat on the bike so that on the way home you know that's right baby has yeah, somewhere that's to right. sit you do have to like plan ahead you really have to plan shit. ahead um <laughs> Man, that is a that is a big uh, personal kind of thing to happen. Yeah, I feel like we always talk about dumb shit on here, like editing and stuff, and this is like actual human, so that's kind of tight. It's it's amazing. Uh, congratulations, thanks, Luis. man. Yeah, I think this is where the news has, has broken. I don't think anyone. I don't think the media knew about this shit. No, yeah, no. Sizzle reel broke the news. No, I think we uh, I think we mentioned it before on a previous episode, and we bleeped we, it out. We bleeped it. Yeah, <laughs> this is Sizzle reel exclusive. It's true. Um. Chris, you got any questions for Luis before we get into the uh, the big conversation at hand that everyone's been clamoring for? Well, not really. I mean, we tried to ask him, and he said that uh, he hasn't been up to anything. He's just been He's gaming been and cooking, you know, which, <laughs> cooking which and is having cool. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and any any good games that you've been playing, Luis? <laughs> the game of life, baby. Dude, that's what it is. That's true. But life uh, ain't no game. That's what I'm learning. I got. I got to play some other stuff now that's what i'm finding out oh no yeah dude you're yeah i you're a you're gonna be interesting dad bro (laughs) (laughs) like you're gonna be good but it's also gonna be hilarious because it's just like i just can't you're just luis you know what i mean like i'm trying to cross over and sauce everything you know i think you'll i think you'll actually um if this kid does not grow up like being an incredible basketball player i'll be disappointed wow I feel well, like you you got a lot to teach. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna head to the gym. It's either that or pool. Oh, you know, <laughs> I gotta bring that, that nickname into fruition. Yeah. Lou the Q, <laughs> Lou the Q Domingo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, you wanna you wanna get us into this? I mean, we do have a very special theme song for the trends. Sure, always play. Should we play it? Let's go. Trend forecast: real hot shit. Chris, you want to kick it off, or Luis? Did you you want to go first, or you said you wanted to you said you wanted to go last, right before you yeah. called dibs? Yeah, dibs on last. I've, I've never seen I'm, anyone called dibs on last. <laughs> I, I usually well, call like dibs on last when I'm getting picked for uh, a team. I'm like, I, I want to be the last one. All right, well, you're gonna be last, Luis. Chris, you go first, and I'll just be the like again the three three bears. I'll be right in the middle. All right, just a, a quick recap of how this works. Very simple. We each present one. Graphic, wait, graphic design trend, it, any, or I'd say any trend. I'd even go any for like okay. it literally, literally can be anything. The closer it is related to like design or video, that the better. But also, there's a lot of trends out there. There's okay. a lot of shit happening. That's true. So I did. Uh, let's, let's talk about. I, let, I focused on graphic design. Okay, let's let's all present the one that's going out. That's going to okay, be no good out. anymore. And then we'll go around the circle again and do the one that's going that's going to be in for 2023. Okay, so the one that I think is going out, and I think it'll be back, of course, but it is the DIY handwritten aesthetic. Like I feel Ooh. like it's been super overplayed the last few years. And I, you know, I think it's just time to move on for a little bit yeah. and get a little refreshment in our lives. I mean, that that, that makes sense. Uh, I will say my caveat with all of this shit is mm-hmm. that 
there is no right answer. And yeah. like every I, I single no idea. thing is crazy. It's a forecast. Would you say that the hand-drawn aesthetic was in to begin with? Uh, maybe like four years ago, right? Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, well, then it's already Chris, out. Chris got called out. Chris got no, called out. No, but it's their staying power is what I'm saying. Okay, so, so that, Chris, you think, oh. you think it's out, though, for 2023? For 2023, I think it's out. No hand-drawn anything. You're no. talking about fonts? You're talking about, like, illustration? You're talking about just nothing will be drawn by hand, period. Well, I mean, and I, uh, you know, the whole DIY aesthetic, it could be things like the uh, like the con- ripped construction paper kind of collage whole thing. Interesting. I, I think that's on its way out. Um, I love this answer. Yeah, I, you know, it's... It, the DIY aesthetic. I don't know like, what like else grunge. to say about all that. Uh, this shit. is this is very interesting to me. Okay, because well, I have I have something. About all right. This. Well, well m- m- maybe he thinks that it's coming back. Luis, in. you got any thoughts on Chris's hand drawn? I agree. DIY hate? I, I, I mean, what? I'm, I'm done with the grunge stuff too. Like, no, nah, y'all are fucking up, bro. <laughs> oh man, how are we? You know what? Why? What? What do you think up. is gonna be out? Um. Well. Uh. Okay. You want to get into mine? I think this is a hundred percent on the dot. This shit is out like a light. Extended fonts. Extended Ooh, fonts okay. are fucking out, bro. Extended fonts, like they're they're not cool anymore, man. Like every big brand is doing them, um, and they used to kind of be a symbol, I think, of you know, kind of more nuanced, edgy design, whatever. And now, like any brand is just doing extended fonts all the time and they they can't like all like crypto brands are using extended fonts yeah. and shit. you know what i mean like, like it's, it's like trying, it's become it's trying to like yeah, signal exactly. it's trying to signal that like you're you're hip and you're like trendy but because it's gotten used so much now it's corny and played out in my yeah. opinion and no, i say this I, is no, someone who at the beginning of it's last year was using a lot of extended fonts i mean it's still we still use it for a handful of our clients like that's their whole that's their whole vibe they like it they like it yeah what do yeah. you think Luis? I mean, VR, like, VR has been doing that, too. It's, like, the font that we all use is Druck Wide. And, I mean, it's nice and all, but it does get, it's, like, you remember when Helvetica was super in? Like, there's always that one font or that one typeface that, like, that's the tone for everyone else because that, it's, like, the easiest to go to. I guess the safest almost. We used a lot of Druck. Yeah, we for, um, we used Druck for two different clients. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, and I use Helvetic Extended a lot. Like when I had when like it's very generic. It's like, hey, just put a random title here as a placeholder. Sure, I always go Helvetic Extended. I mean, that's still what I do when I'm just like using, you know, not Final Designs. Just like reminding myself what goes where. It's your default font. It is. Well, it is. Well, you better change that because okay. it's out. You know, it's so out. I think that. I think you're right and you're wrong. I think it is overplayed and it's starting to to, to be an oversaturated uh, design, but I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's... I'll tell you what the problem is. I'm just realizing with both of mine, I'm like three years ahead of you guys. Yeah. I mean, you probably are. You probably are. I'm three years behind you guys. <laughs> design is cyclical, right? Isn't yeah, that what they say? It absolutely is. Um, Luis, what do you got that's going out for the new Dude, year? I'm done with nostalgia this year, this wow. past year, as a gimmick. I'm done with seeing Pokemon on Pumas. I'm done with Sonic on Pumas. I'm done with like all these things that are trying to come back into my life as an adult. Why? Huh? Why? Why are you? Why are you done why? with it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm craving for something new. That's like with all this stuff that's been going on with like. 
where do you draw the line on nostalgia? Well, it's like uh, with, specifically with like Pumas when when I see them do like collaborations with like other designers versus like something. Uh oh! Did you hear my cat? No. Oh, okay. That's a good. That's a good thought. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good mic. But like when you see like collaborations with like bigger consumer brands or like Pokemon and Nintendo and Sonic, mm-hmm. I kind of get annoyed because I'm like, man, I just want to see like something new. But like you're just taking an old form and uh, a classic thing and just putting them together, not trying to like one up it or. To me, though, that's not I mean, yes, that is a design thing, but I don't think that's like a problem of the designer. I think that's a business thing because like Adidas was doing corny shit like that, too, where they were doing all the Disney sneakers. They're doing like the Stan Smiths that had like Monsters Inc. on them and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And I love Monsters Inc. and I love Adidas, but I'm not I don't love a Monsters Inc. Adidas. You see what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I I might wear like a a fuzzy. It is. Yeah. It was blue. Yeah. I would rock that. It was like Saul, Sully or whatever. Uh Yeah. Yeah. But my my thing is like the only reason those things exist is because it's it's business. It's like, oh, this is a name people like. People love the Pokemon brand. People love the Sonic brand. Let's throw it on our shoes and we'll get more. You know, I don't think the designers are out here like, oh, man, I, I wish I could make a Sonic Puma. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do want that. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. we're, we're, I don't I don't know either. Like, I, cause I, I wasn't thinking about this in, in terms of like shoes and, and stuff like that, but I, I you know, I, I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's going to increase even more. I, I understand why you're tired of it because it has been ramping up a lot lately, but that's actually, that's actually my in. Is, oh, is, is, is Y2K. My- oh, okay, wait. So before you get to that, let me, because I had one thing to say about okay. this out. This is what I was going to say. It leads into this kind of. The reason I asked where do you draw the line is because th- that was kind of like, what is considered nostalgia? Did the goalpost just shift to whoever like that next age range is? Because I feel like there was a lot of Y2K this year. And to me, Y2K is like already played out. But mm-hmm. I feel like, that is nostalgia. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it's a lot of people are like I was looking at doing research for this and there was people saying that they think it's going to be in. I was like, it's already been in for like two years. I think it's going to stay in, too, because three years like for me, <laughs> just like thinking about young graphic designers who are, you know, starting out. And honestly, I, I feel like that's who does a lot of the design these days. That's who inspires the trends is the younger generation. They were all born late 90s at this point, you know, thinking about 22, 23 year olds just breaking into the industry. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just going to keep ramping up because that's I see your cat now because that's, <laughs> what, you know, when they were th- those were their, their formative years. So that's that nostalgia is going to be a huge factor for them. And I think they're going to try to continue to bring that back in kind of, you know, a more modern uh uh, sensibility or yeah exactly a, I, I, a modern I, version of it i think that we're gonna see a y2k chris coming up this year chris yeah. is gonna start wearing uh jinkos and uh, like having dude, a my chain wallet by me jinkos. Kind of i did have a chain wallet though I fucking knew it. <laughs> i was wearing big dog back then Big because i was a fat little 10 year old Luis, what do you think of the y2k thing well yeah i mean i i totally agree that like the staying power of nostalgia is like always there but i think that this past year for me it just felt like way more gimmicky than most because 
albeit through business and all that stuff and sort of that's how it caters towards how you design or think about things like oh i need to make it reference this it needs to remind you of this you know and so Mm -hmm. that sort of like segues into what i think would be in next year which relates to nostalgia still well what what is it then that you think is going to be in i mean so like when chris was talking about how like there maybe is like a different way of interpreting it and it's it's like i i feel as if you know how ai's been and how people have been using it and it's like been sort of a crutch to like type in like what if we see the simpsons in the renaissance or something like mm-hmm. I, I feel like we're gonna get better next year sort of get going to the next level of what we can interpret nostalgia as like it could it's not necessarily like oh what if shakespeare dressed up as like someone from the 80s but i'm thinking like how do we use ai tools to like not necessarily make them answer the question for us but like elaborate in a way that can still attach nostalgia to create something extremely new that we couldn't even guess because the Computer. It's like a it's like a unknown unknown or yeah. a known unknown, a known or unknown something like that where like you you don't even consider that as an option until it's presented to you and then you're like whoa there's no way I would have even considered this. absolutely you know that that's interesting because I for my in I was in between Y2K and AI generated art but we, we talk a lot about AI on yeah. the show so I, I wanted to steer away from it for oh, the most okay. part yeah. but but I I do think. So obviously the AI art has been huge in the last year, but I think this is the year where we start seeing major brands incorporate it into their marketing. Yeah. I think that, uh, I think the AI is fucking very useful and I'm really yeah. excited about cool. it. What do you, Luis, what do you think? Like from a designer perspective, like have you been using artificial intelligence like actively? I'm not talking about passively in the sense where like Adobe builds it into like, you know, the functionality of, of apps, but like, have you gone out of your way to go like to a different site, like, I don't know, like a runway.ml or something like that to actually like use AI to help you generate ideas or anything? I haven't used it specific to my project because I haven't had a chance to like incorporate it with sports just yet. But from what I've seen, it's interesting when people like use it, they don't use it as a crutch. They don't use it as like take A plus B and like, they, they, they take something physical, they film something physical, and they still bring it in and they try to reinterpret it that way. It's like a lot of people you see now, it's just going in on the computer and typing it. But once people mm-hmm. get into mixed media and like really taking in a lot of different sources and seeing how to use it as a tool rather than a crutch, I mean, that's what's mm-hmm. interesting about this next year is you're going to probably see a lot of stuff like that. I feel like this is a hot take, so I, you know, <laughs> bear with me okay. here. I'm not, I don't mean it in a mean way. I just mean it in a pretty realistic way. I think right now the people who are the loudest about it are the no talent hacks. Who oh, yeah, are like, sure. This is sucks. This is going to take all my job for me. This is blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, dude, like you need to learn to use this shit. You can't yeah. just complain about it because if yeah. your design work is so fucking bad that like a random AI generated thing is going to take your job from you. That means that you're not really doing it very well. Yeah, just my, just my opinion. Just my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's a lot of video editing too. Like a lot of video sure. editors just aren't 
good. No offense. Sorry. But they're just like not good. They just sorry. Follow, follow directions. Sorry to me. Sorry, You're Chris. apologizing to sorry, me. Sorry, bud. <laughs> but they just follow directions or whatever. And, you know, what? I mean, who knows? That's that's a bigger conversation. That's like yeah, a Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing about AI is it it enables art, you know, like it's yes, it can be a crutch or it can be a tool like you were saying yeah. uh, where you incorporate it into your workflow. But it's not the end of, you know, the beginning and end of your workflow. Yeah. It's kind of like us. You're a crutch. I'm a tool. <laughs> um, so is it me? Am I the one who's saying what's in now? I believe so. Okay. All right. This is uh, this is dicey. All okay. Right. Okay. So Chris, your first out was, the, what'd you call it? You called it DIY, DIY aesthetic. aesthetic. So when you said that, you said hand-drawn things. I, I agree. Hand-drawn things are, you know, that's... But that's it's not, especially like sketched out that's you know, not like, really what i'm talking about here but what i said was going to actually come back in and this is you know this is crazy so feel free to disagree but okay. i punk revival is kind of what i called it and it, it's okay it would involve like you know basically a lot of the stuff that you said was what you think is out like grungier textures torn paper like mismatched fonts like purpose things that purposely look bad to try to like draw attention to to the the thing, it's like almost I don't know like a reaction to clean to uber clean design. I think that's what is going to come back in. And when I say that, I mean in a way that in a corporate way. Like I think you're going to see more brands kind of go out of their way to mess up their design, okay. you know, to do things that purposely break design rules. And I I think that we'll see more of that in 2023. Okay, Personally. so kind kind of like a graphic design subversion in a way. Yeah, like but, a reaction to like clean shit, basically. Like you know, anti-design design. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what's gonna happen. Like Dada, Dada design yeah. is back. Dada design is back for 2023. Squarespace is gonna their logo is gonna be a circle. <laughs> Squarespace, but they're not square at all. But like oh an oval God. circle, not like uh, super like a mismatched, clean. like and a little bit off-centered. <laughs> so you're like, this doesn't look right. That's why you're looking at it. I don't know, yeah. Luis. What, what do you think of that as our resident uh, design guru? As the, the anti-design, I mean, you're, that's like I I fuck with that just because I hate anything clean design, just in general. Like corporate design has just always been clean. It's always yeah. been nice. It's always been polished, and yeah. so it's you rarely get to see like something purposefully like grungy or purposely like fucked a little up. Bit yeah right i mean like i think i mean sometimes it comes off as edgy you know but and yeah. that's a turn off for some people but it, it's i mean if it, it could be done well like it doesn't have to look like garbage to be cool you know yeah but i mean and also you know i think that who knows maybe some i, I like i said i think this is gonna be like a trend for for brands for some brands I, I, again i could be completely wrong with this but if they do it it doesn't mean it's going to look good. I just think they're sure. going to try it. Well, and also, like, I think it's going to be like maximalist stuff like that. It's not going to be just like, you know, a plain background with like mismatched text. I mm -hmm. think it'll be like fully maximalist, like a lot of shit happening all the time. You know? Yeah. And I think that can actually coexist with with me having the DIY aesthetic out because my, in my head, it was more of the like kind of like a cutesy aesthetic you know right, with right. like lots of like this kind of shit pinks and yeah yeah you know just like uh, more trendy not not that no edge to it just right. like this is like a, a fun cute little thing yeah 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 um 
You guys have any um any honorable mentions for either for out or in that you like thought about putting on but you didn't? Hmm. I feel like I had one for out, but eh, I lost it. Luis, you had any? For in? I mean, for in or out? Oh, for out too. Yeah. I just want. I just every year I'm gonna say clean design out. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I had one for in. I had soccer jerseys are in. I oh, think yeah? soccer jerseys are, are, are back this year. I had in a big way. I had um Oh f- producer Flora's nodding along. I yeah, had soccer jerseys are back. Soccer, yeah. when, when did soccer jerseys go away? Well, I don't know. They've never been in, I don't think. I think oh, they maybe damn. went away in the nineties, late nineties. <laughs> okay. Why don't you you can open up Slack over there and type in what you uh, think is in and out. I also had um uh, more like minimalist color palettes coming back in, like not not like bright, vibrant colors, like but dull. more like muted colors. Yeah. Like earth tones. Earth, earth tones. You're, and Chris is going to wear earth tones and dress in Y2K clothes I, all year. I, I, don't, I, I don't think I look good in earth tones. Matrix, <laughs> baby. Um, Yo, Chris is going to wear those fucking glasses and, that go back over here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some, some monochromatic type stuff. I don't know. Um, Chris, do you think that Y2K trend that you're talking about is going to extend to... Um, to what's it called to like clothing yeah, and stuff like that absolutely you think 100%. it's gonna, you think it's gonna extend it's already to happening fonts and, and stuff like like more bevels and more bubbly like shiny things you or? know maybe i because i kind of have like bevels uh, on the way out you know <laughs> <laughs> no i bevels are out i i mean i think that it's going to kind of apply to everything because fashion especially is usually like in 20 year cycles and I don't see, you know, I already said that I think young graphic designers are going to incorporate more Y2K themes in in their designs. So I think it's just going to kind of carry over with everyone, you know, like the 90s shit was huge for the last like what yeah. five to 10 years because I mean, you're from the 70s, but I'm a 90s bitch. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I don't care though. I don't care. I love it. Um, Luis, what's this Pantone thing you just sent to the chat? And I'm saying what the next color of the year is, or what's what's in this year. Oh, wow. Uh, Luis, why don't you unveil to the listener so we have what, to the, pay for what these? the color so of the year 2023 The color of the year this year is Viva Magenta 18-1750. Welcome to the Magentaverse. Cringe. Ooh. <laughs> well, so this is a great color. Um. Yeah, it's I. It's kind. It's kind of like royal. You know what's fucking crazy? I literally just bought bed sheets that are like this color. Wow! How fucking annoying! Damn. Now I'm on. on You ever watch Devil Wears Prada? (laughs) No. What? Why is this like Devil Wears Prada? There's a scene where uh, basically uh, our choices have been chosen by them. Like, um, you know how fashion works. Like the top brands all think about this like two years before. And then and Meryl Streep has yeah she has like a really great monologue making fun of this like intern saying like honey that outfit was picked from you like seven months ago so don't act like it's special. <laughs> so that's me with my sheets and Pantone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Producer Flora sent in a little chat here. She wrote uh, regarding soccer jerseys. They call it bloke core, where, bloke tr- core. where trendy people oh. wear soccer or rugby jerseys. Wow. So I guess bloke core is in. Yeah, she's she's nodding her head. She says so. It's gonna be in as well. Um, all right. Any uh, any last thoughts on In and Out? Or you know, speaking of In and Out, cheeseburgers. Ooh, yum. Delicious food. Yeah, yeah cheeseburgers are in. I think cheeseburgers are in. I think 
vegan meats are out. Wow. I, yeah, I think that there's going to be a big like reaction. Processed? Against, I think meats? there's going to be a reaction against vegan meats and like impossible foods and stuff. And I think what's in, people are going to go back to, to beef. Do you think? To 2023, <laughs> back. back to beef. <laughs> meats back, to back beef. on the menu. <laughs> Do you think that uh, we meet again? <laughs> Do you think drop crotch pants will ever come back in? What is that? Where the crotch is gone? No, no, it's where it's super baggy. The MC MC Hammer, the hammer, hammer pants. pants. Yeah, yeah. Hammer pants are hammer pants have been back in with the uh, with the um, burner crowd for a while. I think you think so. Oh yeah, yeah I, mean, they, you know they, I think Justin Bieber in. wore these once. Oh, those are called I call those the Pana pants, where you can't get nutmegged. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? I feel like they were they were popular for like three months, five years ago. I'm just curious if they're ever going to come back in. That would be awesome if we saw Chris out here with his chain wallet and his uh, hammer pants <laughs> just Yo, walking around. With I a mean, soccer jersey. Chris, soccer Chris jersey. is bleaching his hair this year. Oh, sorry. You know football that, jersey. Did you know that, Luis? Chris is going to bleach his hair this year, he said. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, just, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just frosting the tips. <laughs> what? Yeah, I might get wow. a perm, you know, like Justin Timberlake style. Frosted Chris. <laughs> Um, perms right, are mad popular. I say perms are in this year. Perms are in. Perms are in. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I don't have any more ins and outs. Uh, Producer Floor, you got any ins and outs or no? You don't want to. You got any? No. No, she's going to. We're going to pass on it. All right. Um, okay. Let's get to the segment everyone knows and loves, right? Sure. What we learned last week. What we learned last week. All right, I'll kick us All off. Right, Chris, why don't you go ahead and kick God us off? God damn it, every time. You know, why haven't I learned what you're doing yet? You've done this like eight times. Pattern recognition. Oh, my this God. This is really just a psychology I'm experiment. I'm a fucking idiot. Me too. Um, so this one is uh, about the film Beetlejuice. Uh, I recently saw it on Broadway and learned a, a couple things about the film. Uh, so first of all, Michael Keaton only has 17 and a half minutes of screen time in the 92-minute movie, which... You know, it kind of makes sense. It, it's the same way with the the play. Like, it's mostly about uh, uh, the Maitlands and what, what's her name, Barbara. And you think uh, in, on the in the play, Beetlejuice had quite a bit of stage. Time, he he right? had a lot more than in I've the movie. I've never seen the movie. I've never seen the movie. Never seen the movie. Damn, the play was fucking awesome though. And I know that's probably a hot take. I think a lot of people maybe didn't like it. Well, I, I loved it. I, I think that this week is actually the final performance in New York before they go on uh, on tour. There you so go. if you want to see it, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you live somewhere else, um, and then and, it might not be too late. And uh, the second fact I had for it was Tim Burton originally wanted Sammy Davis Jr. for the role of Beetlejuice. I think I heard that somewhere. It's pretty interesting. I, think I heard that somewhere. Makes sense. Um, Luis, you got one, or you want? No, you want to go last, right? You always call dibs yeah. on last. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, because I, I thought I, I got to check my fact. I didn't know it was going to be facts. I thought it was like life lessons, you know. I'm it can be a life shit. lesson. It can be. It's whatever you learn. You know? Lou the Caboose. Okay, let, uh, let me yeah, think Lou of the yeah, Caboose. Lou um, the Q okay, Caboose. Yeah, Lou the Q Caboose Domingo de Alba. Uh, okay, I learned about um a thing that I haven't used it yet. Okay. But I learned about it and it looked like it was going to work great. And sure. I think I might use it for the tree fort doc. All right. It's a website podcast.adobe.com slash enhance and what this does you put audio in it that has like background noise and shit and it takes the audio and basically creates using it kind of creates an ai model of what that audio sounds like and it recreates the 
audio that you need without the background noise. So it's not like just denoising your audio. It's actually creating a model based off of what you uploaded and getting rid of the noise. So it's so I just entered the, the URL and it says that it's basically making the voice recordings sound as if they were recorded in a professional studio. Right. That's pretty wild, so honestly. I'm, I'm, uh, the two use cases I saw with it were taking really old stuff. Like someone took some footage from like the tw- 1920s or some shit and some other person took uh, some f- or same guy took footage from the 80s of Steve Jobs talking and they mm-hmm. fed them both through and it really sounded very 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 clean wow um, so I'm gonna try it with the tree fort we'll see yeah why not see if it works um, but that'll be that'll be a pretty incredible if it does uh, Luis what do you got I guess two things one I saw from the insert like the real their TikToks was you know, like content aware on Photoshop. Mm-hmm. You, I didn't know that you could actually do content aware like pen tool. So, you you know, how, like you usually have magic uh, select or whatever. Yeah. Sure. Like you just have a wand and it just like does it. But now it could actually do the pen tool and create the shapes automatically without you having to. Uh, like like points and stuff. Oh, so when so you select one, it, it'll automatically draw it as it'll a pen like tool type cre- thing. Create a path. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, so that right. that's crazy to me. Uh, but another thing I learned was uh, when you're making soups, uh, okay. it's helpful. To- <laughs> no, this is good. This <laughs> is going Jesus places. Christ. This is great. You know, I, ma- I make is- soups all the time, so I'm interested. The- no, yeah. I, I never what, knew you could, what you you could use tea as a base for the soup to add that little extra acidity to it. That, that's tea? what I learned last year. Yeah, like I, I made a soup soup base with uh, English breakfast. Wow, <laughs> that's actually pretty cool. I always make it with what like the... some bouillon cubes or whatever. <laughs> tea. No, no. No, I didn't use English breakfast, who, and it's a shit ton this? of tomatoes, someone, garlic, and onions. So someone who accidentally dropped a tomato in their tea was just like, this can't go to waste. Tea soup. That is ridiculous, bro. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's real. I, hey, I'm glad, bro. I'm glad you discovered it. Keep keep doing you. Don't let anyone tell you any different, all right? You're you, and that's what's important. Chris is trying to look up a recipe. I right am. I, I found one for smoky tea stock. Nah, from not so many go, times. Uh, I'm not making this up, Alexi. I'm not. Producer Flora is writing down notes. She's like, "I'm gonna make some tea soup." <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. Uh, Louis, long. you got anything you want to plug or any last things you want to say before we go? Because I feel like tea soup is a great high note to end it on. Uh, shout out to the Sacramento Kings. First time since How the. Uh, he was gonna say that. The team. This, the, yeah, Chris Webb and Mike Bibbier with a winning record. So, yeah, dude, light that beam. You'll beam me up. Be, it's gonna be crazy. They're gonna lose in the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, Chris, what's up? Where can the people find us? Oh, we are at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We're Sizzle Real Gang at gmail.com. Send us an email. We don't get too many of those anymore. And of course, we have. The sizzle reel gold line. Yeah. That is 332 Forgot his own cold line. Well, so, so while this was happening, I thought about when uh, Flora gave the wrong number in an early edit. And, and then I forgot. I, I was like, which one did she say? And then oh, and then man. that's where I lost it. You lost it. 332 Call in. 
And uh, leave a message. It's been a while since we got a message. Been a while. It's honestly, been I think what uh, seven months probably <laughs> something like that. Yeah, the last I don't time know. someone really left a message. The sizzle reel cold line is full of cobwebs. I think it was right around the time we did sizzle reel live. Right, it's cold as hell. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that, that one girl that we have beef with. Remember? Who? Oh yeah, yeah. I think I do remember. Actually, you're talking about the person who did the bird play because beef is back this year. The beef is back. Beef is 2023. <laughs> oh, year beef of the is beef. back. Yo, meet me in 23. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Thanks everyone for listening. I think that's it. Right. We don't have anything else to do. We can just leave. Yeah. Why not? Let's right. just leave. Okay. Goodbye. See ya. Productions Podcast.